stripe gum, motherfucker. Five seconds of flavor. God, why do I always have to be so mean? Hello? There you go. What? How's it going? Oh, David. How you doing, pal? Um, I'm good. Pal? Yeah. yeah. Pal? Yeah. I'm just waking up still. Oh, yeah, good morning. Good morning to you. Top of the morning. I stayed up until the sunlight came up last night. Really? Or this morning. This morning. Yes. Well, the sun doesn't rise very uh, yeah, early these well, days. So you've been up for sleep. Would you sleep for three hours? Five, five hours. Ah, that's plenty. Yeah. It, it, it comes up around six. The sun. Hmm. What are you doing up so late? Painting. We talked... Uh, I think either last time or the time before about like dream journals and stuff like that. Yep, mentioned yep. that I, I, you know, I, I stuck a book by my bed to see like, okay, I'm going to try to keep up with it because I noticed that the reason why I don't write dreams down, because I haven't written a lot of them is because a, I want to forget them. It's mm-hmm. like, it was just like too, it, it seems unnecessary or, or ir, irrelevant, like, or redundant. It's like, I know I don't want to write down that. Okay. Like last night I had a, a boring dream where I was, at my parents' house and kids from high school who I was never friends with were there and the fridge was filled with beer and I walked upstairs in the kitchen. I'm like, man, look at all this cold beer. We better, which one should I have? The Michelob light? It's the coldest. Oh, but this one's uh, yours. Yeah, you know what? Huh? And I grab and I grabbed the Stella. There was one Stella that was encrusted in ice. I said, I'm going to take the Stella cause it's like, you know, there's more alcohol in it. And that was the dream. I'm like, I'm not going to write that down. That seems like that's forgettable. Yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah, yeah. Well, that's that. That's like a, that, that's like an idea for a painting that just just doesn't need to be made. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> not necessary. I'm not, I can't yeah. I can't really get any deeper meaning yeah. for myself. Useful, you know. Other entertainment. than I like beer, and I yeah, like other, cold beer other with than, more alcohol percentage. Yeah, I like beer, and I never liked these people. You know, that's all I got out of that. It's like, because I like, one of them was like, Hey man, what have you been up to with your life? And I started talking and he just turns and walks away mid sentence. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, see, you never really cared about me. It's, and I already know that I'm not getting any revelations for that. Like these people never cared about me. I still don't care about them. Let's not pretend to be interested in what we're up to. Okay. (laughs) Do me a fucking favor. Let's not play no games. Yeah. I, I, no, no, thank you. But this dream, I woke up and I grabbed the book and I just started writing in the dark. I just scribbled and I tried to keep as good penmanship as possible because I wasn't looking at the paper because it was dark and I'm just like trying to keep a straight enough line and that I could read it because later you're going to wake up and see this like doctor's prescription. You're just like "Mm, egg salad. What? I don't remember. (laughs) But I wrote and then nothing. I wrote it down and I think it's pretty legible. But you know how dreams are. You you understand what they're about in your mind, but you can't word it. You cannot articulate it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in a way that makes sense. You know? And you can't you can never really get across the emotion. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like something to, that felt to describe a painting to somebody. Like like an idea that you have for a yeah. painting or whatever to somebody. Yeah, it's a it's same thing, but you know, a, at yeah. least like yeah. this was like something you felt deep. And it has not only to do with the moment of the dream because it's somehow connected to your childhood. It's connected to like things that you, you can in your dream have subtle things that, that make you know what it's about. But if you describe it to somebody like a rocking horse from your childhood, mm-hmm. if you said, and then the rocking horse was in the corner, it doesn't mean anything to anybody, but you remember that yeah. it was a rocking horse at your grandparents' house when and, that and one time that the you went. The light, the, the, yeah. the, 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 the smell in the air, the, just the everything. Yeah, the, from that one you know, particular day. The reason why it's creepy or, or, or happy or whatever, like yeah, you have exactly. that whole feeling of it all. Yeah. So you can't, you can't not share that emotion. It's, sure. it's. It's, which is kind of lonely because you're stuck with that. Yeah. But you, it, it seems like something that you should be shared because it's so poignant. It's so, it's so profound, but you cannot, you cannot get it across. Yeah. So I'm going to try to just quickly for, uh, for your 
for you try to describe what the dream was about. And I'm let, gonna, me see, let me see the penmanship real quick first, though. The penmanship. This is the penmanship. Oh, that's not too that's bad. Very good. That's very, right? very good. I, I. That's very, very good. I can't believe that you wrote that and not even seen what you're writing on. Yeah. I My mean, shit, it, usually when I do that, like I'll put like an an A on top of the U. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Swedish. I, that's I think. Well, because like I also I don't script. write cursive, so like so like mine's you know all yeah. printed. So. Well, my, mine's half printed, half, half, yeah, cursive. half cursive. I do half and half. I, I I just don't know how to write any other way. So it it pretty much the 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 premise of the dream was that it was myself and maybe five other friends and people that I knew. Some of them were specific people. Some of them were just. Random, random nebulous yeah. representations yeah yeah of people that i know different mm -hmm. faces but i knew who they were supposed to be mm -hmm. you know it's so fucking crazy how that and, they, <laughs> and they shifted like for instance there was somebody that represented juliet someone that represented my girlfriend mm -hmm. but there was a different person mm -hmm. at times and i'll explain why now it was about going to a movie the, 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 the dream pretty much was myself and friends going to see a movie, but it was an interactive movie. It was interactive in that it what became like a virtual reality sort of thing where you're almost like Inception. I don't want to say Inception because people have their idea of what the movie Inception is, mm -hmm. but it wasn't like going into other people's brains. It was your own mind going into the movie, which you almost like a video game and a ride at once. You know, in Disneyland, you have those cars, like sure, in the yeah. haunted house, you're going around from room to room and each room changes. Mm -hmm. So it was like that, but from every room became a different scene in the movie. Mm -hmm. But you would go around from room to room, experience that room as a scene in your life that either never happened or did happen. And then you go back around and you wind up coming back to that same scene, but you would see it from a different point of view or from a different person's perspective of you. Uh -huh. So you were able to then manipulate that scene. If you didn't like the way it went the first time, you could change the, the chain of events that happened. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. And experience, or experience it from a different person's point of view, which is very strange. Then it didn't, it didn't matter, you know, whether you, all of a sudden you'd change bodies and you'd be floating and watching from above, or, for example, there was one scene where a dog comes bursting through a door. I don't know how to react to the dog. He starts jumping on me to attack me, a big dog. And I'm trying to get him off me, but he won't. And then I went to a different scene. And then I found myself later in the dream, back in that same room, where the dog comes bursting through the door. I'm like, I know what's going to happen. This dog's going to So I punched the dog in the nose. And I said, no. And the dog, like, sits and then goes down on its belly to rub its belly and then I grabbed some Oreo cookies from the top of the refrigerator. They're vanilla Oreo cookies, all white. And it was in a roll. And the roll, the cookies got bigger towards the bottom of the roll. So he had a tiny cookie and a larger cookie. And then I kept feeding him. And then he stopped wanting. And then I started eating the cookies. And it was like, okay. I handled that dog. It was almost like a video game. Like yeah. I played that level better that time. But it was like a scene in my life that never happened. But mm -hmm. for some reason... It was a memory. It made sense, yeah. It yeah. was like a that's memory. A, yeah. And so that that that's what that's what the whole premise of it was. And I but I didn't realize that I was reliving having to relive the scenes and change. And I was learning as I went along, like, oh, that's what's what's happening. I'm going back to scenes. I have a chance to relive them. And there were several different ones. For example, there was one where part of the movie became a task where I had to write a song. Mm -hmm. Then everybody was going, went into groups. You write a song here, you write a song there, you write a song there, you write a song there. And I was writing a song on a guitar while I saw across the room, my friend who I went to college with, with the girlfriend that I, he had at the time after college. Uh huh. And he was writing a song with Lou Barlow from uh, Sebado or from Dinosaur Jr. And I'm like, how come he gets Lou Barlow? And they're doing a rendition of a song that Lou Barlow's done, but it's a different version. So there was all these things from real life that made sense, but none of the music made sense. Yeah. So they're yeah. doing a they're doing a Nick Drake song, Pink Moon, and but it was like a weird version of Pink Moon 
which Lou Barlow actually did on a Sebado album. But it was like, oh, but they're doing Pink Moon. Oh, that's not fair. You know, it, because it, all of a sudden it became a competition. Yeah. But then that scene ended of the movie, which I was interacting with. Do you remember? Do, did you remember a little bit of the, the music, music that you were working on? No, only that I knew what the song oh, was. I've done I've done that before, and I wake up, and then and then it's you like instantly gone. And I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck, because like in the dream, it was like really emotional and good, yeah. you know. Anyway. No, I there was music, and I heard the music. And there was a uh, there was like a break and a bridge, like there was a construct of a song, and yeah. I totally don't remember at all the music I was writing. Yeah, like yeah. at all. All I remember is like some of the equipment in front of me and the buttons I was pushing. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to read. Um, uh, we'd leave scenes where I knew had better. Grew tired of the people I was supposed to be with. Okay, so let's take for example. There was a person who represented my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Now going into the movie with my girlfriend of eleven years. That was the reality part, right? And then going into the movie, there was someone who represented my girlfriend. Right, except it was going back into time before I knew them, <laughs> so that their face changed. Weird. So I didn't recognize them. Yeah, because in life at that time I didn't know them. Mm-hmm. So I, I had to change their face in my dream, otherwise I'd recognize them as my girlfriend. <laughs> right. So it became a different person. Yeah. And eleven years then became three days yeah. that I knew this person, but didn't know them as my girlfriend. Now, and did I they was, know you in the no, dream? We knew each other. No, no, no. Was it? No, we were strangers. We were interacting okay. with strangers, getting to know each other as people, okay. right? And, but that person, I got bored of them, right? Like, the, the events that were happening in the movie had nothing to do with what really happened in life. So this person, I didn't like them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I don't, I saw that this is the person that I'm going to spend 11 years with, but I don't like this person because it was a different person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or it was a chance to make a different direction in life. Mm-hmm. Either way, I felt an f- emotion that I'm not going to carry on an 11 year relationship with this person. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Because things were just not happening as they happened in real life. This person was acting differently. They were, they, they looked different. It was just like, I didn't like their character, behavior, whatever, whatever it was. And, and so that would, that didn't seem to phase me until like I started going into an, a scene that was reoccurring where I'm driving down the street with my girlfriend and two other people. And there's like a crazy person walking up. Like, you know how sometimes <laughs> I'm like, Hey, how's it going, Dave? Yeah. Sometimes homeless people like will come to the stoplight and go up and down the aisle of cars asking for change. Mm-hmm. There was a person doing something like that, but their eyes are shifting back and forth. Like they weren't asking for change or anything. They just looked like unhinged. Yeah. Um, you know, a little yeah, bit, we, you know, yeah. off like, the rocker. Like real situations that you've been in in, in real life on the train. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where you like clunge something that's heavy next to you. And yeah. Just in but case. Every, but every time I would go in a scene, I would be in a different position in the car or the car would be in a different position from the person. So they were either far away from the car and this was a scene where they were walking right by the car. Mm-hmm. So I remember locking the two front, the, the, the front door and the door, I was in the back seat, locking the two things and saying to the person in front of me, I have a feeling that down the line, we're going to interact with this person. Like in okay. a scene... Like, not this scene, but there will be another time where I'll be going through this scene again where this person is going to become, like, there's going to be confrontation. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like it wasn't going to be now, but I had a feeling. Like, I'm worried about this person because mm-hmm. I'm getting closer and closer to, the, to, the, to this person in the scene. And, and then I started to have this feeling in my body because a person who represented Juliet for a moment in the passenger seat and I was behind the driver's seat. I, we were the viewers of the movie. We weren't interacting anymore. We were actually watching. We were the people that we were present day for a moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're laughing at this whole experience. It's so bizarre. And then I started thinking, like, because all of a sudden, 
It was shifting back and forth. Like Juliet, for who I've been together with 11 years, all of a sudden I, wa- I lost that time. Like I just met her again mm-hmm. and I lost those 11 years of my, my life. And then I, I started thinking and I said out loud, I said, uh, <laughs> while laughing because we're all giggling about the situation, I'm saying, I mean, are you guys even real? Now, and this was during the real part, like, and I got lost in this thing in my head where I didn't know anymore, even if the time that I spent knowing my friends and my family and the people that I cared about and loved were well, even real. And, yeah, that, yeah. I, and then all of a sudden I, I was forced into this situation where that time was taken away from me mm-hmm. and I couldn't get it back because when I react, re-entered interactions with those same people, I... I wasn't like, it wasn't going to go forward as it went. Like, and I lost those people in my life. And I said to everyone in the car, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm really sad now. And I just started crying about it because I knew that, first of all, I Every, might everything's have, gone. everything's gone and nothing is real. <clears throat> and I got really, really disturbed by that fact. And I shook in my dreams, start crying. And, and Juliet grabbed me in, in real life, in real, real life yeah. and woke me up in bed. And I grabbed the book and I wrote it all down. So she woke you up, huh? Yeah, because I started crying. Crying, In the dream, and I started crying in in bed, too, as well. But it was just a really, you know, it's hard to really project how that felt. But it was a profound sadness that I lost these things, you know, once that time was taken away from me. You know, these 11 years, what was represented in the dream as these 11 years and then I wasn't even sure if those 11 uh, years if, ever yeah, really happened. What type of time that you're in and, yeah. and, 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 and what's real, what's not. Or, or what, if, what if that whole 11 years was made up in my head mm-hmm. as, as, as part of a dream. Or mm-hmm. like, you know, and I wanted them, but they were taken away from me. Like everything was just yeah. taken away. And it, it was just really fucking creepy and sad and weird. And um, it's like I couldn't get. Like there was no end. Like what, what I went into this theater, there was no coming out of it. Yeah, you know? yeah, it was almost yeah. like a, a loop that was yeah. endless. Like an, you know, when you take the acid trip yeah. and you're like, yeah. is this ever going to end? It was that kind of feeling, yeah. you know? And I think that if maybe if I never took acid, I would ever be able to recognize that feeling. Yeah. I'm curious. It's like a Schroeder's cat. You know, the, the, the Schroeder's cat theory. No, like no, I don't a, even know what this it's is. Like a do- there's like a cat in a box. Okay. And, and it's, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to get a hundred percent right, but it's like, there's a dead cat in the box or is, if the cat, the cat's not dead until you open the box. If you don't open the box oh, okay. and see that the cat's dead, you then never like it... connect from point A to point B you never fulfill that whole circle. It's see like that the, the cat's dead. tree falling in the woods. Yeah. Very similar thing. to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was, it was just a very weird feeling of like, this is never going to end. Yeah. Or, or has this always been this way? Maybe this is the way it's always been and everything's a dream or an induced idea. Like I was not in control of changing the scenes, you know, I wasn't in control. I mean, there was some silly stuff too. Like one of the scenes was I was on the back of a boat with Al Pacino who, and he was being thrown into a water with a canoe. But yet it makes total sense. (laughs) Well, he had two dead sharks tied to the canoe and a and a duffel bag full of money, and the, and when the bad guy from Deadwood was was telling Al Pacino, "Now get in the, I'm not going to kill you, and I'm going to give you the money, but you have to get in this canoe with these two dead sharks." And then he shot the dead sharks so that they started to bleed, which attracted more, more live sharks. sharks to pull <laughs> the sharks that were tied to the canoe. So it was this whole like thing. Yeah, and yeah. then I started f- like watching that from the back of the boat, and then floating above the boat is like a one of those like whatever speedboats or whatever. Yeah. Irrelevant, strange, but, yeah. I'm okay, first first thing, don't watch it now because it's because it's 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 pretty fucked up and it might not be good for your head to watch right now, but mm. have but and it's not it has similarities to to this, which is mm. but have you ever watched Black House? Black House. It's on I Netflix. Don't so. I don't it's think it's a so. it's a series and it's all about this house that these people go into uh-huh. that just shows up it's a house that just shows up in different yeah. towns, yeah. and people go into it, yeah. and they go into these different rooms and experience things, uh-huh. and then it just goes on from there. And it's 
fucked up. And it sounds yeah. it's 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 not similar, but it is similar. Like yeah, to, yeah. to, to, yeah, to your sure. dream. Yeah, it has these these similarities to it, so. Well, I think, like, this dream was almost like the quintessential dream. Like, when you say dream, this thing will be in the dictionary. This dream is, like, the definition of a dream because it had all these things that tied it to my childhood, my past, my present, and my possible future because it was, like, this, like, futuristic sort of interactive movie theater of very sci-fi, and it Mm -hmm. was very, very like introspective and as well as surreal and didn't make sense. Yeah. So the things that, that tied together that like had a narrative and a thread, mm. but it also was scattered in all of the place. Yeah. So it was like, for me, this was like the treasure trove of dreams. Cause I could pluck apart each one of those scenes that I've been through in the dream and find certain meanings and yeah. depth to it. And that, that, I wanted to go there with this. Cause I, or I asked you that the, the, are you are you are you a believer of 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 when you dream certain things? It is metaphorically uh, speaking towards like you know when they say you're dreaming of losing your teeth or you dream yeah. of something that it actually has a deeper meaning to it. Mm. Like sometimes you know I think yeah. there's lots of ways to like pick apart metaphors in the subconscious when it when it, your subconscious illustrates emotions for you because you've learned associations in your mind through either personal experience or for things that are taught to you. So you're learned to associate, you know, red with hot, for example. So if you're something dreaming, something that's hot, it could be the color, you know, it couldn't actually feeling hot, but some, the walls are red, you know, something like that. Sure. Yeah. So I believe that, you know, in your dreams, metaphors come to you, how your brain illustrates that for you. To make, to make it so you understand what it's supposed to be. And sometimes I think that it, it's more nebulous and doesn't make sense because either they're from forgotten memories maybe or things that you process in your brain but you never really focused on. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. like locked deep in there because we also block things out in our minds, mm-hmm. you know, whether through grief or through bad experiences. We end up blocking things into closets. And sometimes the mind is like, you know, I can't hold on to this anymore, so I'm just going to seep some of it out. That's and the, Yeah, that's the most craziest thing, too. Me and, me and Pro were talking about this the other day, but the, the, that idea of, like, what your mind wants to – Hold, hold, like, cause I, cause I was, I was telling her how I was, how I was, I was talking, talking with one of my childhood friends, and that, and we were, we were talking about these different memories, and it's just like, damn, man, I, I can't, like, I was like, I vaguely remember that, but like, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I don't remember it, you know what I mean? And, and it's just, but yet it was an important like day of my life, you know. Mm-hmm. And but there's and, also the mind also creates false memories. Mm-hmm. To get to which help put the pieces together because there's like a lot of yeah, missing pieces things. to the puzzle. Yeah. So your brain will put that together by creating false memories, and then those false memories become your memory mm-hmm. of a thing, which is why sometimes you go back to a house or something or it's your school where you grew up, and you're like, "Wow, it sure seems small," because your memory creates this idea to be large. Yeah, you yeah. were physically smaller, yeah. yes, but you also have this like romanticized or imagined idea of how a thing was because it's in your mind and your mind has no limits to the size of things it can make it. So it's going to adjust to, to the, the, if your idea is grand, then maybe the size physically will seem grand Mm -hmm. when it was Mm -hmm. actually not so grand, but you know, so false memories fill in the, fill in the gaps and, and put the puzzle together and then some to make things make sense, and yeah. also sometimes you know your brain will will take over you. You know what? If you're not if you're emotionally blocking things out, it's repressed memories, and you know maybe because you're physically or mentally stressed to such a point that in order to like how your body expels you know, a virus or, 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 or attacks a, a, a bacteria in your body, white blood cells attack infections the same way your brain could attack a, yeah, a, I mean, a bad memory and, and try to just get it out. It's trying to protect you. Yeah, it, yeah exactly. Well, yeah, it's protecting. Yeah, yeah, it, your body it, it, and brain and everything's trying, trying to, you know, yeah. Because yeah, syna- things are, things are st- you're still thinking and your brain's still working. Even when you're not imagining or visualizing in your mind, mm-hmm. your brain is still making 
stuff happen. Mm-hmm. Synapses and things are shooting off of your firing. brain. Yeah. yeah, so maybe sometimes something's firing like over and over and over and over. It's like like when you turn on the stove, it's like click, 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 mm-hmm. click, 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 but nothing's igniting. But the pilot yeah. light, yeah, yeah, the pilot yeah. lights out or some shit. <laughs> yeah, so when you go to sleep, it's like your brain takes a match and just like yeah. lights that fire and it comes out in a dream or some weird feeling. Which could then make you think that a memory was how it happened in the dream. Mm-hmm. But it didn't happen that way. It was just represented by a dream. Dreams are fantastic that way. I know. I'm very, I'm very, very envious of, of you and other people that can remember them. I mean, I, I, although I am times I think maybe, you know, there's a reason why I'm not remembering them. Because they're, you know, really bad dreams or something. And when I was a kid. I used to remember them all the time and they were really bad dreams, you know, and when you were saying, you know, waking up crying, I used Mm. to wake up all the time with that, like from those night terrors where I would just be Mm. completely just, just scared out of my mind. Like just Mm. that so afraid and I, Mm. you know, and nothing made sense when you'd wake up, you know what I mean? But like you are just terrified, you know? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. And, and I've, I've definitely, you know, find that, that, that the, the heavier dreams, you know, by confronting them, it's sometimes it's nice to tell if you have somebody beside you and be like, Mm -hmm. what happened? Sometimes you don't feel like talking about it, but if you just like get it out, (coughs) Mm -hmm. it's a bit of an exorcism, you know? And you're putting it out on the table and you're exposing for what it is. Mm-hmm. And and then you it's it's like shedding it a bit. Yeah, it begins to make sense you know? too. You yeah. know. So yeah, and, and if you if you if you bring it out into the light, mm-hmm. you know, you expose it to your waking life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, then maybe there's a less chance of it reoccurring or it's like it's it's run its course. You've 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 revealed the mystery mm-hmm. the mystery has been unfolded and then like, leaves oh, foiled now yeah it's, it's been, gonna, yeah i'm gonna come up with another mystery for, for yeah it leaves room exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's you know the next thing in line in yeah. the queue comes up and you deal with that fucking dream yeah. uh, but i'm grateful for them because they they are like you know mind shattering mind fucking kind of dreams and i love those even mm-hmm. though they're so you know, demented and, and, and emotional and didn't, I didn't necessarily feel good, Mm. but, but it's like when you walk away from a movie and you feel a profound reaction from them and you think about life a certain way because of somebody else's journey opened up your eyes to something in the world and existence. And it's, it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. you know, there's an adrenaline. You know, mm-hmm. it's, that's, that's my thrill seeking. I don't want to jump out of airplanes and I don't like roller coasters and stuff like that, but yeah. stuff like this, that, that gets my sort of blood flowing and feel good walking away from the, yeah. that and feeling human in a bad yeah. way, you know? What's the last time you ever, when was the last time you were on a roller coaster? Last time was probably, oh God. Around two thousand and five ish. Oh, okay. So not say. that long. Yeah, that's probably the last. Uh, that's probably roughly, maybe, maybe, maybe a little later than that. But yeah, yeah, like 10, 10 to fifteen years ago. Yeah, yeah. And, Do, and so, it was, so, so you have been on like those crazy ones where you're doing. I've been on shit. a few. Like I used to go to Great Adventure when I was a kid. Yeah, you know, and um, been a roll. I remember Rolling Thunder and Runaway Train. Those are two of the uh, Great Adventure ones that I've been on. Mm-hmm. Did not like it. Um. The last one I went on was the Cyclone at, at uh, Coney Island. I actually oh, went with Lucky. I hate that. Yeah. That and, but Lucky break your fucking neck. Yeah. And so Lucky, that... I went I went to Coney Island with Lucky Diamond Rich, and he really wanted to go on the roller coaster. And, you know, you're with your friend. You, you can't say no. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He insisted yeah. on being on the front car, which is good because the back car is the one that breaks your neck. Yeah. You know? But I just don't <laughs> like that get to the top and and then you look and then you look straight down Down. and that just that those g-forces that that come rushing at you it's like i don't i'm not that's not my idea of a good time me neither so here here's the thing like i i i'm the i'm the exact same way i don't like that that feeling where 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 you just feel like you're losing your your chest and like Mm -hmm. you know you're you're 
whatever G-force, the gravity you know, yeah yeah that, that that gravity g-force thing i i hate that feeling right it's it's not it's not something that i look forward to um mm. at all but a pro loves like loves roller coasters and loves that feeling and loves doing all that stuff like that and we would go to and we would go to six flags as well and that yeah. and in you know and at first I'd be like, I, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Like mm. the last roller coaster I went on was just like a normal roller coaster, no flips, no, mm-hmm. you know, no spirals, yeah. no, none of that crazy shit. I've never been on those like insane ones that they. No, like the newer ones, like the Batman and Superman yeah, exactly, rides, and right? the the ones so that shoot like a finally, thousand yeah. miles an hour. Mm-mm. Yeah. So finally, ends up being that, uh, uh, you know, uh, like it's boring to go on them alone or whatever. So I was mm-hmm. like, fuck it, I'll do it. And then mm-hmm. I just started going on them all and mm-hmm. it would still probably have to take a lot for me now to go do it again. But mm-hmm. like after doing it though, it, the, Oh my God, the rush. Yeah. It, it's that, the, the adrenaline. Like, that, like, shot. You'd get off it. You'd be like, Oh my God. That was yeah. like, I fucking, I think I might've shit my pants, but that was amazing. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think I might've pissed myself, but like, yeah, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. However, I won't go on that one that she goes on that that's the highest, mm-hmm. you know, drop one or whatever. But yeah, no, I I I I get it. I know what it feels like to get the adrenaline shot. You know, yeah, and I know why people are into it. I'm I'm okay without it. One thing I like are the log flumes. I do like the water ones. Fun. It those are fun. Those and drops I do like the... can be those drops though can be pretty intense too. Where you're like, oh. <laughs> Something about being in the water is fun. I don't know. I like I, I like those uh, you know those, those, those water slides. I like water slides. Yeah, yeah, those water slides. Yeah, Stuff too. like that. I think when you mix water in it, I like those. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the ones that go too much. Like I just want to like go for a ride. I like the yeah, kiddie yeah, rides. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. I'll take the like the trolley train through the town. Yeah. You know. <laughs> You know, it's a yeah, small world. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I want to fucking bump, but I like those <laughs> rides. The bell. <laughs> ding, yeah, ding. yeah, those are cool to me. That's fun. <laughs> That's my idea of a good time. Give me like a sandwich, yeah. and you know, just ride one of those. Yeah, yeah. just take and the Amtrak and be like, woo, woo. <laughs> you know, That's good enough for me. Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah. Oh, oh God. boy, getting our kicks, getting the kicks, different ways of getting kicks. But, uh, fuck. What do you do for fun? What do you do for fun? I don't know. Survive the day. Right That's now. fun. This is That's fun, fun for me. Yeah. I got my thrills. I get my I got my thrills. You know one thing I want to talk about about being under pressure though? I'm doing these small paintings right now and man, yeah. <laughs> it's like there's no time to think about what I'm doing. So it's actually mm. kind of exciting. I'm painting really fast mm-hmm. and I'm not really you know, it's 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 weird. It's weird how that happens where you work on other projects and because there's not really time constraint or you're not freaking out about uh, money or something else like that, that you just allow it to you allow it to just just go on and on and and mm-hmm. and, and take your time and refine. And, you know, mm-hmm. and these things, man, are, are like I'm just like and they're 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 becoming to be a lot much more uh special in a lot of ways you know like um however they don't feel as special sometimes because you're just you know i, I need to come up with something i need to do something okay this is i guess this is it this listen, is good it's gonna get listen, I, I don't it, run it, out of time you know what i mean and it's then, like and then, it's like a slice of cheese pizza sometimes that's all you want just give me a slice don't yeah. even put it in the oven don't heat it up i'll take it as is right yeah, off the thing yeah you know yeah. And it's, mm, that's great. Or sometimes Delicious. you want to like a baked lasagna. Yeah. And it takes a really long time and many layers to it yeah. and, and blah, blah, blah. But not having the time to, to overthink something, mm-hmm. it's very, very special because in in the creating of, of something, because it's 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 becomes to be more, I guess, truth, you know, in some ways. I don't know. Maybe not. The spontaneous? But, you know, the spontaneousness about it. Yeah. The, like the, not, yeah. Because I can't sit here and try to like, you know, make the perfect stroke. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know, yeah. I'm just putting down the stroke that it is, and it's mm-hmm. like, uh, that's it. <laughs> you know, it's it's fun. Do. It's 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 there the, that that sort of uh, excitement that anything can happen to the piece. Just go, just hit yeah. it, just hit it, and see what happens. Just pick up. You, you you have an idea what 
what color, what form, blah blah. You're gonna go blah blah blah, blah. and you don't you don't. Or I'm just gonna use that paint that's already on the palette because yeah. I don't want to waste it. Yeah, <laughs> so I guess and, it's and that, color. <laughs> it becomes like necessity. You know, the mother yeah. of an invention. You just like grab what's around, and, mm-hmm. and it's like holy cow, that's amazing. Like out of just pure interaction with the materials in front of you mm. and you don't think about it too much like the, these, these those squiggly ghost painting things that I do over the mm-hmm, water mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. so, sometimes I like I'll lay down the water and then like okay the squiggle for me has to come out perfect and I got one shot at it right so I'll take a picture of the water and I'll make like 10 printouts of it and I'll just do squiggle pass squiggle pass squiggle pass squiggle pass and then I'll grab the painting and just squiggle it like, cause I want it to be without thinking, like, don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Don't yeah, fuck yeah, it up. Yeah, don't yeah, fuck yeah, it up. Yeah, 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 you know? Yeah. So, so I have to trick myself sometimes to, to make that painting yeah. as freeform as a throwaway sketch or so-called throwaway, you know, because it doesn't matter if it's perfect or not, because it's just a sketch. It's yeah. just a, you know, a, a study, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and then sometimes I look at the studies, I'm like, oh man, these are great. And then I'll look at like the, the finished one. I'm like, hmm. Could be it could be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should, should be yeah. more like this one over here. Should be yeah. Should be <laughs> a little more free. Yeah. So so I have to get a little bit more like you know tricking myself a little bit sometimes. Yeah. And to not think so fucking hard and realize mm-hmm. it's like I can always make another piece. Mm-hmm. Granted, you can't always. It takes more time, money, and uh, to do a whole new thing. But you're trying to capture a certain essence mm-hmm. in the piece. Mm-hmm. And once you start introducing that that careful, like overthoughtness, it's like you're contaminating it, mm-hmm. you know, immediately. So you're trying not to contaminate the painting, and keep it as pure and free form and flow as possible. And that that's tough, man. And that takes that comes out, out of years of practice. or uses it takes skill, meditation, yeah. and focus. And that's you know that's what I'm after to be able to you know hit a canvas or whatever. And being able not, to carry that. Yeah, like a combination between preconceived ideas and spontaneous free form, mm-hmm. you know, and finding that happy medium that, that in the end, not only am I happy with aesthetically, but I'm happy with it, how I approached it, you know, uh, spiritually, how I, mm. you know, how that, that the philosophy of the, of my act of painting is in that painting, mm. you know, rather than like an academically charted thing, like this is a painting, Blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, this is yeah. how I make my painting. It's like just, yeah. just. Yeah, it uh, is. If you could put <clears throat> into words, yeah. what well, would? Well, if you, that's yeah. exactly what it would be. Yeah, that's yeah. better. I like your accent yeah. better. Okay, yeah. good. Let's take a quick break and grab more coffee. Okay, sounds good. Okay. Yeah, so that's a good. It's a good. It's a good feeling to to you know when you are able to uh, get there. And it's funny how being under pressure can, you know, sometimes make the best uh, results, you know, whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. It's a very different uh, mindset. (laughs) And I've been out of it for a while, you know, not being in like um, a situation where I was working with, uh, you know, deadlines that weren't self-imposed. Yeah, but you still got deadlines that you got to make money. So well, like, yeah. well, I, I got to figure out how to make something for the shop because that's, like, yeah. that, that's where I'm at right now. It's just about making work for the shop, you know? Yeah. That's every, every, every month, you know, like yeah. wind up hitting this, this time, but the, it's a different kind of work too. It's a different type of work that I make when I mm-hmm. do stuff for the shop. And I've, you know, it started to become closer and closer to the same or, or I was making more work for the shop than I was making other <laughs> large works that take longer periods of time. Because when there's just, a, you know, a month or two months to get a, a, a piece done or, or a group of work done, the work doesn't have really time to transform or become, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you know time to sit and, and, and go through periods of breaks and stuff. And I'm try and I'm now I'm trying to, um, you know, I, I've, I'm making less work for the shop on purpose, but I'm still need to raise the same amount of money. So I'm in a, a bit of a, a pickle, you know, because yeah, yeah. I don't want to make as much work for the shop, but I need to make as much money as I, as I have or can. So I have to be a little bit more creative with that. It, 
but I, now I also am getting reintroduced to deadlines for working with a gallery. So that is creating that pressure again that I mm -hmm. haven't had in at least three and a half, four years of that kind of pressure, mm -hmm. which is forcing me to then think uh, more into the future, like thinking of bodies of work. Like, I don't want to just make a new painting. I want to make a new series of paintings, exactly. you yeah. know, that, uh, you know, have a common thread mm. you know, into it or will create an environment that, you know, tells a whole story, mm -hmm. you know, rather than just like, oh, I got to, I would like to make some new work that is affordable and <laughs> you know, within mm -hmm. a certain price point and yeah, yeah. is and, strong. And, and, then it's, and, and then it start to be, when you start to think in that measure, then it's, you know, obviously I can't put too much time into this because now this piece is, you know, cause there's value. Than, cause I'm trying to, to make time. a, I'm trying to make a, you know, $400 piece versus mm -hmm. a, a, you know, yeah. And you already you have know, a set $4,000 piece. Yeah, you have, a, you have a set idea of your value of your time. Mm -hmm. And it's not that you don't want to give somebody the opportunity to have a really good painting, but you can't give a person the opportunity of having a really good painting and charge them the same price for somebody that paid three times as much, Absolutely. you know, Absolutely. you have to keep your eye on that kind of thing. You, yeah. you, you're being respectful for your, your time and respectful for your collector, you know, yeah. that, and that's to, to, to walk that line. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a, it's a business mm -hmm. all in all, you know, breaking it down, you know, what we're doing is a business mm -hmm. just like anybody else, just like any, any, anybody working in any other kind of field, of, you know, so you have to have, there's some rhyme or reason to it. Otherwise, you know, why would anybody pay more mm -hmm. for a larger mm -hmm. piece if there's the same amount of effort in a smaller piece for cheaper? Mm -hmm. You know, you can't, it, it just doesn't make sense. It's not smart. It doesn't business. make sense. No, yeah. no. And it's, no. it's not respectful to your, to, to your work or your buyers, you know? It's got to be some rhyme or reason. Otherwise, don't don't be don't try to sell your art. You can make art any way you want to. There's no real rule to it. But if you know, I think if you're going to be selling your work or trying to make a living off of it, you, there needs to be some structure to it, mm -hmm. so that there's you know consistency, and uh, uh, you're you're creating a value to your work out of the sky, out of nowhere. It's like you're creating work from, you know, like I'm an artist. I made this painting that didn't exist before, but you got to You got to create some sort of stable price value uh -huh. if you're going to introduce it into a, a, a commercial or a capitalist system. Uh -huh. That's uh -huh. how it works. That's uh -huh. just how things work. Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about that, about the way that I value the smaller works versus the, the, like the things that I do up on the shop, you know, where mm -hmm. I'll put up some five by sevens from time to time and that, and then, you know, uh, and sell them pretty affordable. Mm -hmm. um, compared to the, my eight by tens or my, you know, 11 by, you know, 14s or, or whatever they are. But, uh, but also to the way that I, I justify that is that's something that I only do at my shop mm -hmm. and I do it and I don't do it very often. You know what I mean? Well, so those, like if, yeah. if, if, if people have the opportunity that they're able to get one, then mm -hmm. awesome, you know, and, 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 and awesome for me because I'm able to make some fucking money, extra yeah. money. Well, but, those are but, the tools you, know. you get to use and, yeah. and get to play with. You know, there are a few things that you get to use to sort of judge the, and the, one is materials, what materials are you using? Some are more expensive. Another one is time and the value of that time. And another one is exclusivity is how mm -hmm. often and how, how many or how, where it's available. You know, you can only get it here and you can only get it now. You know, the yeah. ex exclusivity is, has a value to it as well. You know, it, mm -hmm. it doesn't have, it, it's not an automatic value. It's a value that over time, if you're a desired artist or, or creator of whatever, will, you know, have some value. And value. The, the more yeah. that you sell, the more value you're establishing. And it's just, a, it's a numbers game. It's, it's break it down. It's just a numbers game. Mm -hmm. I don't care mm -hmm. what you look like. I don't care how handsome or good looking you are. I don't care how much of a bubble butt you have or, mm -hmm. or, or, or the straight teeth or smile and all that kind of stuff that is on the surface value of shit. It's like, if you're mm -hmm. not selling, you're not selling and that's mm -hmm. it. That's mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. That's it. And mm -hmm. you know, unfortunately most people use that as their sales point. It's like what the fuck they look like. 
you know it's more like what are you selling are you se- what 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 is the value this is the yeah. value is the value <laughs> of yeah is the value of, <laughs> yeah, 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 of what yeah, you yeah. represent or is the yeah. value of what you actually create you know yeah. what what are you putting the value on are you putting yeah. the value on the on the shell are you putting the value on on, on the protein located yeah. inside you know yeah. most people are surface 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 because surface sells Mm-hmm. Sex sells, you know. Oh yeah. Put 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 your fucking face on it, or you know, if you're looking if you're looking attractive, or you look like you're having a good time, or you got you know, if you got your whatever your your active wear on uh-huh. to 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 show the shape of your body better, chances are you are gonna sell. But what uh-huh. the fuck are you selling? It's like it's you 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 prostituting yourself <laughs> a lot of times too it's like well <laughs> when the painting arrives it's not going to have that mm-hmm. person yeah. and that's another fucking thing besides <laughs> besides all the you know the like oh i'm so attractive eh, buy my paintings you know not based on the fact that your painting looks like another fucking illustrative rendition of you know a thousand down the line in the queue you know bop, 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 beauty fades by the way also it's like <laughs> The fact that it's very lucky that when you photograph something and put it online, it looks so much better than it does in real life. You know, sometimes yeah. some, it, some pa- I've seen a lot of paintings before too, though. When you see it in person, you're like, "Whoa, sure. this actually looks so much better than well, the actual." That's you know, the skill that you can't you translate. Know, two inch by two inch. You yeah, know, yeah, but image that I was looking at. Mostly, when you're looking at brush strokes, they're smoothed mm-hmm. out. When you, when you look at a lot of painting, especially painting. You know, it just looks better sometimes, uh, mm-hmm. and you can you know adjust the filters and the lighting and this and that. And, oh, of course, know, yeah. It yeah. just looks sweet in the palm of your hand, but when you look at it, you could see the thinness, yeah. or 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 the uncertain, the uncertainty in the in the brush yeah. strokes. And it I just, think it's extremely. I I gotta. I want. I want to say this, and I want to say this out loud. I think it's extremely important to. If you when you photograph or you scan your work mm-hmm. to make it, it as as representational as the actual piece is, I, I there's yeah, there's nothing important. more that's that that the, the, there's, there's so much harm that you can do to yourself after you shoot the photo that you try to boost up the contrast mm-hmm. or, the, or or the lighting or yeah, to make it look you know, better and, to, and to, to, yeah to make it look well just to, to, even if it's not better to make it look like something that it's actually not you know yeah like lipstick and too much makeup or or you know the lighting <laughs> the selfie that you're taking yeah. with the, with the I like uh, makeup but yeah 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 but I like I, makeup yeah. too but it's yeah. the idea of like you 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 yeah you look much better in that lighting than you do in real fucking life yeah. because you're not seeing you know the, the 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 wrinkles, the the the, the marks, the the hair, the all. The, I'm looking at your face now, and I'm like, you know, uh, I could clean, I could Photoshop that up a little bit. I get rid of that. I get yeah, rid of that. Could. I could clean that up. Get rid of that. Some of, some of the, the bags feet. under your mm-hmm. eyes. You know, yeah. a little looking, a little uh-huh. red over there. That clean that up. Make a nice smooth tone. And yeah, people do yeah. that with their work too. But you know, it it's not that. Oh, you can't do that. You shouldn't do. It's like. People just do that. That that's what it. It's more about because you want because once again you want you you want to put your best. You want to put what you think is your. You want to please. I think your people the best part of yourself online. You know, for for who though for yourself, well because you're not you know the truth. Yeah, and 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 yeah. and well, yeah, you're fucking people, people trying, pleasing. Maybe some people are trying to trick themselves. Though. Yeah, yeah. They're putting the nice apples up in front and the rotten ones in the back. You know. So it's just people pleasing. It's just all the thought comes out in the end, right? Jerking everybody off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah, I think you're doing yourself a huge disservice if, mm-hmm. if 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 you do that to your work. It's you know, because then your 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 customer or whatever ends up getting the work and then realizes it's not at all like the painting, or you know, yeah. so on and so forth. I mean, I've definitely shot and have taken photos before. I remember one time. Uh, this gallery wrote me and they were like, cause I sent them two different images or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, and I was in Canada cause I was finishing up one, one more painting for my show yeah. in Canada and that, and I shot it with like, uh, my, my phone or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the lighting would made it look more bluer than it was, you know, yeah, yeah. that, but I didn't have any type of Photoshop or anything on me to Couldn't try filter. to fix the, 
to yeah to try to fix it or whatever. So so there were so then when I got back, I actually scanned the painting that was obviously as true as I could get it to the actual painting itself. And then they were like, well, wh wh which one's the you know you know the, yeah. which one is it more like yeah you know. But yeah, yeah. But so that shit happens. I I, I get that. But yeah, yeah it happens. But it's not yeah. like you're like adding contrast and structure and you you to you know the the filter structure is what yeah. a lot of people use on their photographs that i know everything's wrong. very sharp no 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 there's nothing yeah, wrong yeah, with there's, it there's, it's there's nothing wrong with using contrast and stuff again mm -hmm. like if you're trying to get it to the likeness of the actual piece itself but when you're trying to you know fluff it up then if that's, you're trying that's to sell fun. it or if you're trying to like you know sell it if you're just trying to show it then it's just an adjustment to one of your images which you, you have the freedom free reign to do whatever you want to your images but if you'd be like, hey, this, these are my paintings, and be like, oh, wow, those look great. And then you go look at them in a show and be like, well, how come they look so flat? How come there's yeah. no real saturation? To, well, where where'd all the colors go? Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. well, I, you know, I filtered them, you know, in the, in the phone. Like, well. Put them into the magic machine. Yeah. It's like, then, then what, are you going to sell these tiny Instagram pictures? Mm -hmm. You fucking hack. <laughs> ah, goodness 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 gracious do you do you go online every day and and, and like like every go day. to like new york times or whatever or, every or day yeah every day yeah. yeah yeah i go through my news yeah and i read the articles and i you know different point of views from you know the far left to the far right and i see who's saying what and blah 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 you know, it's all a bunch of nonsense. It's just so infuriating. It, but it's it's the same thing. And I try to like filter my my stuff. Like when I when I like go through in, in the Instagram and and like I'm seeing too much of somebody that's just so aggravating. You know, I'll I'll I'll, I'll mute them or something. You know, I won't unfollow things because you know I understand that people are getting something out of the whole Instagram thing. And if they have more friends or followers or whatever, it gives them some Plot, soapbox. Something. It gives them sometimes a soapbox. It gives no. them a drive, a motivation, and sometimes it gives them. You know, it's like I, it doesn't mean I'm, I'm not with you. On on you know, but I'm just don't want to listen to you. Right yeah, I just yeah. don't want to. No. I just don't want to see so much of that. Works because there's a lot of motherfuckers out there that I try to mute sometimes, and they still keep coming up. <laughs> Well, then, then you start, then you just have to you know, eliminate, but you know, but I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So I, exactly. I, I, don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. I because don't, I don't you're wanna, not, you're trying you know, to be like, you want to unfriend them. Exactly. You want to be, you're part of the, 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 the circulation and the conversation and stuff, but you know, <laughs> yeah. some people just talk a little bit more, you know, they have a more scathing, irritating voice than others. And you're like, it's not that I hate you. I just hate your voice. You know, it's, it's just <laughs> aggravating. So, so, so just be quiet, but you know, I, I, I try to you know, filter it so I don't see as much. And then I start following things like cats. You know, it's like, oh, so every like three pictures is like a cute little kitten. And it's just okay. like, ah, hey, ah, exactly. you know, stuff like exactly. that. But, you know, I, I, I also, you know, I, I, I like seeing pictures of friends and this and that mm -hmm. and, and people's work. I like to see, to get inspired and, or to, to see that somebody's, I like to watch the development of artists too. It's something I'm interested in. And mm -hmm. that takes time. And sometimes, you know, for a month or two months or eight months, they're just like, oh, okay, you're, oh, 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 you're killing me. <laughs> but, um, you know, I can't help but look at the news too. And yeah. then I read stuff like, like, oh, like the schmuck, this, 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 this moron today I was reading about, like uh, uh, Trump's son. You know, it was like talking at a rally about like in Chicago, you know, the, the, trying to rile people up being like, oh, if you can't even wear one of his Make America Great hats again in Chicago, you'll be shot in two seconds. And be like, and in my mind, I'm thinking, I'll prove it. Prove it. Yeah. I would yeah. love for you to prove that. Put that hat on and go walk down in Chicago and see if you'll be shot in two seconds. Chances are you won't. Chances yeah. are you won't. And I wouldn't mind if he did. But I think a big reason why. <laughs> yeah. I think I think in definitely some area like New York City. If you're wearing that hat after two a.m. walking around, that you night, might get you might get caught. You might, you might, you might get beaten. It, but... Sure, it's true. But <laughs> why is that? Why was it that you won't wear it? But the reason why is because first of all, the hat is it, it represents a threat 
already. It's an antagonist. Rep- represents it, a lot of hate. Yeah. And, and it's an antagonizing thing just to wear it. It's not because it represents something that someone feels like freedom and I believe in my president. It represents something that is already a threat because it's a threat by kick. I want you out of my country. I don't want you allowed in my schools. You're not allowed to get married. It represents all these things that are a threat, not mm-hmm. something that is representing a freedom. You know, yeah. so you're yeah. already. Of course, you're going to get maybe uh, accosted because you are starting a, a shoving match just by wearing. It represents already something that is a threat, and the reason why someone like Trump's kid wouldn't wear it. It's because I believe that they don't really believe, believe that it's and, not a threat. They mm-hmm. know it's a threat. They know it's a fucking push a finger in your, somebody's chest just to wear it. It's a, mm-hmm. th- you know, that's why you're going to get shit. No one's going to be like, oh, you're wearing that hat. I'm going to destroy you because I, I choose a Democrat. You know, it has nothing to do with that side. It's only to do with that you already came here and you want to take stuff away from people. You want to, you want to, you want people to feel oppressed. You want to be a, it's a division. It's, it's a divider. It's like, everything's going fine, fine, fine. Let's introduce a divider. Yeah. People are going to be like, whoa, I'm reacting to this because you didn't come here to explain to me why this is better. You mm-hmm. came here to tell me that you are better mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. off the bat. That's why it's a fucking, you can't wear that hat. Not because it's a color red or not because it represents your beliefs. Mm-hmm. It represents that your beliefs are better than my beliefs and that your beliefs are under threat of it by law, by deportation, by jail, by, by, by getting beaten up, like all these things. So... Yeah, I shouldn't read the news because it does create these. <laughs> I, but it, but it also puts in perspective to me like who my enemy is or who my what not what my enemy but like what forces are out there to sort of like rep like it's misrepresentation of the truth, you know, uh, and which is like having to try to keep keep a grasp of reality, like what is real. It's harder and harder and harder. Because there's so many manipulations of truth and and ideas, like you could say this is just a hat. This is like it's like it's like the, the, this is this is not a pipe that the painting. You know, it's like it's like Dada. It's 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 surreal. Mm-hmm. You know, but because it is not a hat, it is a threat. Mm-hmm. It's it's a fucking it's a fart in an elevator. You know, you created the situation just by being there. You know, it's not like everything was fine until you came around. Anyway, yeah. I like that. I like how you fucking, how you, uh, how you broke that down about the hat. I never even thought about that aspect of it. Because, like, what it represents. Like, I just look at it and you just think it just, it it, it angers you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, and those are the reasons why. Mm Mm-hmm. I never really thought about, (laughs) you know. Oh, well, garbage, 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 garbage. Oh, fucking bitches. All right. Hey, look, it's three o'clock. I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I gotta, I gotta get back to making, trying to make some small paintings. <laughs> making, making. All right. Let's, uh, let's wrap up the show so we have a, a right, bookend. Yeah, yeah, let's bookend yeah. it. Well, well, there you go. That oh, was, man. that was, that it's, was, whoop. it's, it's a little heavy. Sorry. A little, you know, getting in, getting in there, getting into the brain. And then mm-hmm. anyway, I really wish you could have heard all that stuff that David and I talked about that we can't <laughs> share with you because they got really, oh yeah. man, yeah. God, well, Thanks. sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Thanks. Thanks for listening to another, uh, another episode of, yeah. of, Give me emotional battle. spew <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh, I guess till next time yeah right? and, if, and if you got a problem with it then give us something else to talk about write into us <laughs> and give us a topic give us some questions for our Q&A segment gimmebabble at gmail.com and uh, we'd love to hear from you and and, and take you know take a cue from Refuge. what we should talk about <laughs> Yeah, because in those questions, I don't know if I could conjure up any more dreams that are earth-shattering and, and mind-fucking enough to talk about next time. 
And I don't want to talk about politics all the time. Jesus Christ, yeah. man. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's the worst. Nobody wants to hear us talking yeah, about that anyway because, yeah. you know, they've they had enough of it on their own every weekly, you know, yeah. experience. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. There it is in a nutshell. <laughs> Until next time. Until next yous. time. Yes. And uh, and be good. You get to each other and get to work. Don't be so fucking lazy. Jesus Christ. Work harder because you can do better than that. I love you. <laughs> love you. Bye.